start with the Machshaba that said over from the Shiva, Harsha Shlach. So even though the culmination of the Chet of the Miraglim is on Tishabov, Be'etzim, it's uh, their Avoida was Avoida which started from Shkadosh Tammuz and ended on Tishabov. Shkadosh Tammuz of that year was, was Mole, so the 40 days ended on Tishabov. And the Shiva had a Ha'ara. And the Bershah makes a Shua that those people will not immure with the Oritz. They will not be Zechah to see the Oritz. Vav de Kolev, but since he had Ruch HaCheris, he will go into the land. So, in regards to Kolev, is Lashon of going into the land. In regards to the Miraglim, Klaisel and the Miraglim, it says they won't see the land. The parallel Lashon should be they will go in and they won't go in. They will see the land, which means they will t- take the benefit of the land, and, and the Kolev will see the land. So Rashiba said, Kolev saw the land already. Kolev doesn't have to see the land. He saw it already. He was in Eretz Israel. He saw the land. The Pesach says he'll go into the land. The Miraglim didn't see Eretz Israel. The Miraglim were in Eretz Israel. They didn't see Eretz Israel. They saw their version of what they wanted to see, but they didn't see Eretz Israel. So it's interesting. Um, in the, in the, in the here, which it talks about each one of the months, what the is, each one of the months is connected one of the kachas of the Adam. The month of Tammuz is connected the kach of Riyah. That the month kach of Riyah is the month of Tammuz. We discussed this once. Um, so, so the Rizal says that Kleiser was, was Pagim in Re'iyah twice. It's in Parshish by the Chet Egel it says, Le'aram Kiboshesh Moshe. Le'aram Kiboshesh Moshe, Le'aram Kiboshesh Moshe, The Re'iyah was a Re'iyah which led to Chet Egel. And over here by the Miraglim that they, that they came and they saw the Eretzisilim properly. So the Pshuta he's saying is that the Chet Egel was the first pagam in the Re'iyah. Kleisa was given a second chance, as it were, to correct that improper Re'iyah by sending the Miraglim. They should see Eretz And they came back, and again, they used the Re'iyah improperly, and the final result was that uh, the Chet Egel was not Niskan, and therefore it, it played out in the, in the, the final result of the, the Tishabov and the, everything which played out after that. So the root of the problem was already in Bayaram Kivoshesh Moshe, and Tammuz, which is the month, which is the, which was the month which the Kayach of Riyah was supposed to use properly. Klaiso didn't use it properly. So let's go back to Chet Egel a little bit and see maybe what Chet Egel was, and how the Miraglim were supposed to correct it to what they didn't do right, and see if it's negated to us, and see if we can get to all of that in the twenty-five minutes allotted. So we spoke about this before. Rabbi Rucham says, brings, there's, there's four mandamrim in the Medrash, exactly how long this Chet uh, Egel was being contemplated and was percolating in Klai Yisrael's Neshamas. So the Pshutai, 
the first Tana says over there that for 39 days, Klai was in total Nemonis to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and the 40th day they were Chaytei. The 40th day, the Chet the Egel, the Sultan came and, was, and they did the Chet. Second one says 29 days they were Bemuna, and 11 days already they were contemplating the Chet the Egel. Third Madhama says, one day they were Bemuna, at 39 days they were, they were ready contemplating Chet Egel. And Remeir says that Tachos the Chupa. Christ was standing under the chuppah and already was contemplating the Chet Egel. So Rebbe says, so how do you understand, like, you know, Klayisel, Nasa Benishma, how do you understand that, that, that Klayisel, the moment the mountain Torah, Klayisel comes to the Gavaldin of Madrega, they're already contemplating Chet Egel. So Rebbe says that there's a challenge over here. Uh, Maybe, maybe the best, we'll understand the, the parallel to the challenge in the following way: um, a person becomes about shuva. See, so he, he he looks into the world of Torah. He looks at the way people live. He looks at the, the way the Torah impacts a person. He sees the godless of the Torah. He decides to become a shemer Torah mitzvah. So that's a beautiful thing, tremendous thing. But the reality is that there's a, there's a, there's a nakud of a challenge over here. It means he sat with his seichel, his intelligence, and he decided this is the right thing to do. So, at the end of the day, it's his intelligence which is deciding right and wrong. Not the Torah, but him. He decided the Torah is a good thing. So he decides what's right and what's wrong. So what's on the pedestal over here is him and his seichel. The, the true Kabbalah is when he gets to something which makes zero sense to him, and every fiber of his mind and his, and his being says, this is ridiculous and it doesn't make any sense and it's wrong and does it anyway. Then he's macabre the Torah. So Klai Yisrael came to a madrega of Nasa and Ishma, but Klai Yisrael came to the madrega to thinking through in their minds that this is the right thing to do. So Dr. Biruchim, at the end of the day, they put themselves in the driver's seat. And that's what her mayor is saying. So they get to decide right and wrong. So even while they're saying Nasev and Ishma, which means we're doing even before we understand, it's because we came to the recognition that it makes sense to do before we understand. Chet Egel is Vayaram So the Sultan comes and creates this picture in front of them, which it was seemingly a very bona fide picture. They mamish see it. The person says, okay, fine. Now, what do you do when you mamish see something? You see it in front of your eyes. It's no questions about it. It's definitely true. So, the, the, the mahalach that Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to lead us, which is what we were told was supposed to have, etc., can't be anymore because he's dead. We see his body. So, we have no doubts about it. It's clear, totally in our minds, what it's supposed to be. So now we have to decide. So it means you get to decide. You get to see, you get to figure out, you get to decide what's, what the reality is, and you get to decide what to do. This is the challenge that Klai was given by Chet What do you do when you see in front of your eyes a reality which you, you are clear as reality, but the person said no. So what do you do? And Klai did not rise to the challenge, and they were Chet wherever the sender of the Chet is, 
and they made a decision based on what they saw and what they thought and what they knew and what was right to them and that was the decision that's Christ was given a second chance by the Miraglin they go into the lands and they see this land and it's Meshulah the Galands it's, it's you know it's uh, Paris are there's one and the more and the more says they brought back this brought back this eshkol of grapes. So the woman, the woman, one sheet and the more says so. You know the more is discussing something else. The more discussing where do they have wine for the nesachim. So one of says that the tagarim used to come out to the klaisel in the midbar and sell them grapes. They made wine and they used that wine for the nesachim. One of says no. The eshkol that of anovim that they brought back during. Uh, the, the, from the Meraglim lasted for 40 years and they made the wine for the Nesachim for 40 years out of this Eshkel of Anovim. So you get a picture of how big this Eshkel of Anovim was. Rashi brings the Keshman of how, how much weight it was. But, but do the math. You know, how much the Nesachim, you know, the, 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 the Hin, you know, the Revias Hin, the Shishas Hin, the Chatzi Hin, all of the Kabonis, everything that you had had have Nesachim, all of all of it is covered by one eshkel of anavim in the beginning of the beginning in the, by the, by the Maraglim, and that lasts for all the forty years in the midbar. Okay, then it says that we we, we it's eretz shachel shishvehi. So Rashi says, what's eretz shachel shishvehi? They saw everywhere they're going. People were people were being buried. So they saw clearly people dying. It's like the mamish. They tell people dying all over the place. There's no Shiloh. This is the Eretz Yechel Yisrael. You see it in front of your eyes. Now she says, what happened? The Barsham made it, was, was being mechavin l'tay vosam. They should, that the Meragam should be safe from the, the people in Eretz in the Canaanim. They should be tarred by Evlam. They shouldn't temper with the Meragam. And it's, so therefore the Barsham made that there should be so many people dying right now. So, what they saw was not the rea- what they saw with their eyes was people dying, and it's very clear. It must be that the, there's a, this is a land which causes people to die. The reality is that they, that's was totally wrong. Medr says that in the, when you say Megillus Echa, the order in Echa, the 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 ayin and the pay are out of order. The pay comes before the ayin. So why? Because they were mocked in Pela Ayin. Which means that they already had their attitude of what they're supposed to see. What they're going to say. In other words, the Peh, that's what they're going to say. And therefore they saw what they wanted to see. They were mocked in the Pela Ayin. It wasn't that they didn't have an Ayin. It wasn't they didn't see. It wasn't they said about the land something which was not true. Didn't exist at all. Because then it's just, there's no ayin, there's just peh. The, the, the Megillah should say that, you know, the Eicher should say that we had a problem, that they kept saying things which Bechal didn't exist, so there was a peh with no ayin, there was no re'iyah. It doesn't say that. It says they saw. But they saw what they wanted to see. Whatever flaw they had going in over there, which Kleisel, obviously, after the Chet one time, they're going to be challenged tremendously, it was so obvious to them that this is the reality. But if the Bershom's Dibur and the Bershom's promise is, is, is so clear to you, 
that this is the land which is the Eretz Chem, the This is the per- beautiful, perfect land. If you had truly absorbed that, that the Devar Hashem is the reality of the Bria, the same way the Egel, the Devar Hashem is the reality of the Bria, you can't do whatever you want. Ah, you see, who cares what you see, but the Varsham says. The Varsham said that this is the right land. Ah, you see, you would have seen a different scene. You would have seen the sight of the Varsham being nice to you. Because you went in thinking you're the Balabas to see. You're the one who gets to the side to give the report. You're the one who's going to have the pet. So what you saw was Erechel uh, Shishrei. You saw this land, which is Mishunah, that, that it's strange. All you saw was the physical reality, and you didn't didn't realize that it's supposed to be understood and interpreted. Mitzah the Devar Hashem, what the what reality really is. The there's a famous word from the Chaim Belajan. Chaim Belajan says that Chazal uh, say that by Matan Torah they were they were. They saw that which is heard, and they heard that which is seen. So it means that the psukim say that the Klaiso was able to to They saw the curl. You don't see a curl, you hear a curl. They saw the curl. So the Rukhaim Balajanu says I'm not saying it's pshat, or he's saying it's, you know, the drasha the, 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 the shaboy. In our world, the physical world is reality. And ruchni is something which we talk about, we hear about, we, we contemplate, etc. But the physical reality is physical reality. Matan Torah was the moment that Pliasso reached the Madrego understanding that a Kadashparchus Dibur is the reality. And that which we normally only hear about. We only speak about, we only contemplate. They saw that as reality. Royim esanishma, that which is normally just heard, they saw. Gashmius, physical reality, which to us is near at, that they heard about. There's such, a, there's such a thing in the world that people like define themselves based on physical reality. They're, they were shoymim esenira, that which for us is nira, which is obvious and real, and it's, ob- it's, it's physical, it's seen. They heard about that. They, yeah, there's such, there's such a bria in the world as people which define themselves by physical reality. So the goal of Matantara was to redefine reality, to realign our understanding of reality. Reality is a Kodesh Baruch Hu's Deber is reality. And the physical world does not, does not define us at that point in time, there's no there's no shlita of misa. Kleisel belongs in Eretz Israel. We the the Mashiach would, would come. All of these things would be because the Bereshit's Deber is the reality. Kleisel doesn't do that, and they look at the reia of the physical reality as reality. And they're given one choice. They're given one opportunity. They're given a second opportunity, and they fall. Maybe Derek Drush. Last words of the Torah. So the Pasuk talks of Moshe Rabbeinu. We'll come up, Nabi Oyd, be Yisrael, Kamosha. 
so the last thing we say, the Shabbat we say about Meshurbenu, is Meshurbenu did something, he broke the Luchas, he broke the Luchas in front of the Enechal Yisrael. See here, Meshbeno comes down from the heart with the Luchas. The Luchas is the, the Gemar of Matan Torah. It's the moment where Klai Yisrael is going to be given the Keli, which puts into a, a reality that which they had as Debra beforehand. That the definition of reality is not what we see, but what a Baruch who says, that's reality, and that's what you're supposed to see. And Kaisel doesn't deserve that. So Mashabeno breaks the, the Luchas in front of Yisrael. All he did was give, in, give a physical manifestation of the broken eyesight that Kaisel had at that moment. So Mashabeno has the clarity to to take the Luchas, which is Mamish. The, the physical manifestation of the Dvar Hashem. So now you can not only hear Dvar Hashem, but you can see Dvar Hashem. It's Mamaja there in the Luchais. He says, Christ says, no Shaykh has said this. So, Badafka Leine call Yisrael, Badafka Leinechem, Bashabin broke at Leinechem. This is, you don't see correctly. You don't define reality in any intelligent way. You're defining reality by the physical reality. Reality is the Luchas. That's reality. And for you, it's broken. The Ram says that the Shapur quotes it that the Iker of Yom Tainus is not the fasting. The Kaviyantanis is the is the person should be misbarner and is meisim. The Ram says that he shouldn't look at the world like everything which is happening is happening by mikra. It shouldn't be perceived that just it happens. That the purpose of a tainus is that a person should stop and see the world correctly. It shouldn't be what I see. That oh that, that, that it's there. Yeah, why did it happen? Because it happens. The purpose of a Yom Tainus is to realign our vision and understand that whatever happens is because the Kaddish Baruch was willing it to happen. It's not the Mikra. It's not just Chas uh, the Russian not running the world, but the Russian is running the world. And what we see is just a physical manifestation of a Kaddish Baruch's Ratz. So, the what we're saying, if that's true in every Yom Tainus, but Kalvachimer and Shiva Sabatamas, which the whole Yusoid of the Tainus was that this challenge that Klaishal is given to, to see the world correctly. Is it a world that you see Mikra, 
you see what you see, and that's physical reality, and then you, could th- you get to define it based on your understanding of, of, of physical reality, or what you see is Devar Hashem. And from understanding Devar Hashem, you then see the physical reality as under, the, under those terms. Yeshiva used to always say over, he said it over, I think the first time I recall him saying it when the stifler was nifter, but he said it subsequently. He said over, Medr says that the, that the, the Bershom created the ore, this ore was an ore which you can see, Mesef Elamat Seifoy. And he saw, the Russian saw that it wasn't, that the world wasn't right to be able to use such an ore, and he was going to sit in the Torah. So he said that, you know, the stipler had the tremendous ability to, to, to feel called the Ruch HaKadosh. He says it wasn't Ruch HaKadosh. It was simple. The person learns Torah Lishma. He has the ore. So he sees reality. He sees the reality the way the reality is supposed to be seen. So he said over that by the, when the Sam the, Surfer used to learn, used to sit in his room. There was one window in the room, up high in, this, in, the, in, the, in the wall. And that was the only window out of his room out to, to outside. Of, so he didn't really see. He couldn't see out. He wasn't distracted. He was sitting and learning Torah. And somebody came to discuss something with some cipher. And some cipher's clarity of understanding was such that the person exclaimed, this is from... From this little fence to the fence, there's a window. This little window, which you can't even see out of, he sees the Gantzavelt. Some surfer sees the Gantzavelt from this little window. And he had the Aura of Torah inside of him, so he saw the world properly. Our Kaili, which allows us to see the world properly, is Bersham gave us the Torah. That was the purpose of Torah, was to see the world the way the Bersham wants us to see it. We're going to not solve. We're not going to solve the Cheta uh, Egel overnight, and we're not going to say we're going to fix the problem where the where the Dor the, the Dor Day and the Dor Midra was was uh, wasn't able to do it. But there are moments in each. We have to stop in Mitz Brennan. We have to absorb the clarity of the the Hashkafas of right and wrong, and then approach. Re- the world from that vantage point. And it's a constant challenge. For a person who's based matters, it's one level of a challenge. A person who leaves the base matters, it's a, it's a greater level of a challenge because there's an alternative reality which is constantly being suggested and said out there. I remember way years back, talking to Barker, who was going to college, see someone like, what do I have to be? Concerned about, he says. I don't, I don't have to tell you about the the, the obvious points. You don't need, you don't need me to tell you about the obvious points. That there's that there's things which are mashkafas which are treif, the happy courses. You know that as well as I do. That there's yanim of taiva, etc. And those challenges. You know that without me also. So the biggest challenge is is that every person who speaks, any intelligent person who speaks, has his vantage point how he sees the world. And whatever he's seeing, he's seeing from that vantage point. So when you go into the economics class, this professor sees everything from the vantage point of money. 
Life is about money. And whatever he sees, he sees from the vantage point. Money, 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 money. You, speak, you go to a history class, and this person sees history. And he contemplates the world from the vantage point of history. And from the other one, that's, that's how he sees things. And he gives a value to it. History doesn't have a value on its own. History has a value from the vantage point of Torah to tell me what lessons I can take out of history. Money has the vantage point of Torah, the function that money has to be able to allow us to, to be, be erlich, do mitzvahs, responsibilities, averis, mitzvahs, lois assays. But that has a value on its own. This is, subtly, subtly, they're, sell, they're, they're, they're selling a value system. They see the world from their vantage points. Everybody sees it. Saying in Yiddish, the, the, the bottom line is, is, is everybody sees the world the way they want to see the world. They, the, the, the Rashiva's words, they saw what they, what they decided to see. The challenge of, the, of discussing with somebody, debating somebody, is to get him to be able to see it with a clarity, not from his vantage point, is very difficult. And that's our challenge. Our challenge is Limon Torah, C.S. Mitzvah, is to find that that's reality. That's, that's what's real. You define it by how careful with it. You define it by the fact that somebody had R one time, you know, the stipend was so mocked on the different Dikdukim, etc. Like, how do you have time for it? He's a busy man. The answer is that's what, that's what he's busy with. That was what life was about. Life was about Torah Mitzvah. So, of course you have time for Mitzvah. Mitzvahs take time. And, if I, and you know, if I made my tzitzes and they didn't come out this way, I need them, so do them again. My tefillin aren't perfect, so we'll get we'll get the tefillin, and we'll spend days and weeks figuring out what's the heater. That's what it's about. That's reality. After under twenty years, that's what you take with you. That's when you from the vantage point of Shemayim, That's all there is. And the 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 the, the, the challenge is that the world seems to be real and and we we see reality they saw and they made decisions based on that they saw they were mocked in the pets of the ayin and our challenge is to be mocked them and much make that first we have to be macabre the the Bershom's terror the lucha is the way they're supposed to be that's reality, and then from that vantage point, to see real, the reality as re, as it is truly truly so. Last point, Shiva said, uh, we still always say, The only thing which you can point to in this world and say, here it is, this is it, it's real, is the Torah. That's our challenge. Our challenge is to define reality. The macabre Torah find reality as the clarity of Torah as much as we can and we have a challenge say, what does the Bershom want? What does the Torah want? What's expected of me? Not, oh, hey, what do I do? Look at the situation. But the Bershom is he, it's the Bershom of them. What is he saying and what does he want? And that's how we define what we're supposed to do.